0: Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. Hello, hello and welcome to this week's podcast. I am super excited to be talking to you about one of my favorite topics ever – And I think it leads on really, really well from what we talked about last week, because this topic is one that I think a lot of people have a love and hate relationship with, and that is selling, aka how to market yourself in a way that doesn't feel like you are outwardly selling, the way that you are icky, and the way that you are like, you know, connecting with people for all the wrong reasons. Case in point, today... I received three different pitches in my Instagram DMs from people who are very, very icky and who are like, buy my thing. And they. it feels like they're shouting at me, right? It doesn't feel like they are magnetic or magnetizing me. It feels like they are shouting at me. And I, And we never, ever, ever want our people to feel that way. We want our ideal soulmate people to feel like they are led down a beautiful path while we are holding their hand to the sale, right? Or to really ultimately making the right decision for them. So let's unpack this. What do I mean by magnetic marketing and why is it important to you? Well, here is the thing. I think that a lot of marketing gets a bad rap and I actually don't see a lot of people talk about marketing and what it actually is. To me, marketing is essentially telling the people about what is it that you do, who you do it for and how you can do it for them. That's all it is. And I think a lot of people feel like marketing is or selling is icky or spammy just because they've been trained from a very young age to hate it when people are selling to them, to hate it when they are being sold to, which I ultimately think is a shame. I think one of the, the biggest assets that I had in business quite early on is that I grew up with two salesmen in the fam- in the family, and you know, salesmen who would literally go door to door and sell stuff. So from a very young age, <laughs> everything was sort of a game as to as to how to create value and how to create the the sale dynamic. To give you an example, if I wanted to be driven anywhere, it was like a sales campaign for two weeks. I had to prepare my stepfather to to drive me anywhere, um, which. Ultimately, improved my sales skills. And when I got into university, one of the the best things that I did was I got a part time job as a account manager. Which part of that job was basically finding kids or finding families to tutor for this agency that I worked for. Which is how I started my first business. But those skills, all that you know, fearless approach to looking at, oh, if I have a great product, then why wouldn't I want to sell it for people, really served me well. And it almost surprised me this aversion to sales that people have in this industry, and this aversion to being loud and proud about what people do. And I think, you know, as I've been in this industry for quite a long time, it's really, really fascinating to to watch my mindset around selling change and to watch my mindset around being visible and all that comes with it change too. Because for me, one of my biggest fears early on wasn't anything to do with selling. It was everything to do with being visible by many, many people and all of the repercussions for that. I was comfortable making lots of money being sort of the woman behind the scenes. I wasn't comfortable being center stage, which if you meet me in person and if you know me in person always fascinates people because they're like, really? You don't, you don't like being center stage? But actually, I don't. I'm a little bit of, you know, like I'm a little bit of an introvert. I, um, well, like, you know, whatever, I swing between the two. But for me, I like to do one event a day. I don't like, I don't like to leave my house. I'm a Cancer through and through. I have like three cancer, Cancerian planets in my in my chart or however else the astrologers say. I, I'm a homebody. I, you know, I, I love being by myself I love creating content I like being creative I like spending time with me so being visible and being in demand by many people never really appealed to me and I you know I think with a little bit of the entrepreneurship world comes this fear of fame or visibility so for me it was really really interesting when lots of people would ask me or when I do mindset coaching right with with lots of really great people we'd get into sales and we'd get into what it means to sell and we'd get to what it you know what are the things that I'm struggling with and none of it would be sales based necessarily none of it would be like asking for the sale and none of it would be pitching an offer and none of it would be selling that saying that I have something on offer it would be more around oh well, what if I sell a hundred thousand of this what happens then Every, everyone would want something from me and I've figured out that being of service to people is one of my favorite things to do. I want to help people. I'm a helper through and through. I'm a nurturer. I, you know, have a big heart, as wanky as that sounds. Um, And as you know, I look into what does that mean? I think sometimes if you have a big heart and you're service minded, the feeling of selling and the feeling of being visible can sometimes be tangled up. And sometimes we can develop these thoughts and feelings like, oh, my God, if I sell too much of this, it will overwhelm me and then I would, I will have no boundaries and therefore I will burn out and therefore I will be useless to everyone. So therefore, I will keep myself small and quiet. And that was what I went through for a really, really long time. And it wasn't until I had help with my marketing and my visibility and my strategy and my embodiment that I really dug deep into what does that mean and really unlocked that belief and that thought process and that pattern. And it helped me understand that actually I don't have a sales problem and I don't have an, you know, icky marketing problem. But what I do fear is being overwhelmed. And I think a lot of the sales stuff that we go through is actually overwhelm. I think it's it's a lot of the, the time that I'm coaching on this topic, it's, I am currently struggling to keep up with life. I have kids, I have a family, I have this, I have that, I have all of these commitments and I, I can barely you know manage my time right now. What happens if I sell this out and I'll be overwhelmed and I won't be able to deal with it is one of the most common coaching threads that I am pick with my clients. So I wanted to get onto this episode and talk to you about this false narrative that we have about marketing being icky and hopefully help you unlock some of these beliefs that might be keeping you stuck and hidden and keeping you in this false idea that selling is somehow bad or wrong or I don't know I don't know what else comes up for you specifically but I think for me a lot of the time it feels like whenever I'm selling something I don't know, obviously, how it feels like for you, but I remember at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey when I was, you know, writing funnels and I was talking to the people, sometimes sales came really easy and it was like, you know, swimming upstream or swimming downstream, rather. And if you're like any of my clients that I work with who struggled with this topic, then, you know, selling might feel like something a little bit akin to pushing, right? It might feel like what you're doing is... You're trying to move an immovable mountain, <laughs> and that mountain isn't moving. And instead of walking around that of that mountain, or flying up the mountain, or sprouting wings and gliding up the mountain, it feels like it's you at the bottom of the hill trying to move the mountain, and it's not moving, and it's so frustrating. And why, <laughs> why do I have to do this as part of my job, <laughs> or why do I have to do this as part of my entrepreneurial? career and the reality is is that 90% of your time needs to be focused on sales activities it needs to be focused on how am I actually generating revenue because if you're not generating revenue then you're not in business if you're not generating revenue then you have less freedom you can't not only pay yourself but you can't actually affect more people you can't grow your message you can't own your message right and ultimately The thing that kills most businesses is that they are not focusing enough on revenue generating. They're focusing on behind-the-scenes stuff that doesn't actually matter. And, you know, truth be told, there is time for brand messaging, positioning, logos, design, etc. And I believe in all of that for sure. But ultimately, if you have no sales strategy and if you have no accountability to actually sell every single week, month, year, etc., then of course you're struggling. Of course your business isn't generating money. And I think one of the best things I did earlier in my career and even really consistently is I always find accountability where people are like, okay, what are we selling? What does this mean? How are you doing that? Let's talk about the strategy. Let's talk about what's happening and let's go beyond the strategy, right? And therefore, I think that I've been in business for a lot longer than some people that I started with because that was always my north star. It was always like, How can I help more people and how do my paid products and services do that? Because again, I really believe that in my paid programs and services, that's where the majority of the transformations and the majority of life changing that I can actually do. And therefore, that has to be my priority number one. If my priority number one was, you know, to create great content that people consume that's fine, but that's a different business model. Ultimately, I love doing strategy and I love coaching people to be their best selves. So therefore, that is my business model. You know, I could be an influencer tomorrow if I chose to, but that's not what I want to do. And I think that at this point, it's really, really useful for you to ask yourself, what is it that I want my business to do and facilitate? What type of change do I want to create? Because I have great friends who are just content creators. One of my you know, favorite content creators in the world, one of my very great friends, is a lady called Emily D. Baker. I'm going to use Emily as a great case study and a great example. She was a service provider. We met at a retreat. We became really great friends. And ultimately, she was like, I just want to be a YouTuber. I want to create really great content. And that's her business model is content creation now. She moved out of the service space completely. And she now is one of the, the best law tube people ever that I have ever seen in my entire life. And I'm biased, obviously, but Emily is incredible. So for me, it's like, what is the business model that you want to have? And I very distinctly remember having a conversation with Emily about the type of business model that she wanted and it wasn't service providing and it wasn't writing contracts for people. It was talking about Desperate Housewives and Kanye West and Gwyneth Paltrow and interviewing really interesting people and that's exactly the business that she's built and you know that that is a different type of a model than let's say a service provider based business that is all about selling your services or being a photographer and selling service you know services packages or being a coach and selling transformational coaching right or bereavement coaching or whatever it is that you may do so those are very two very very different models and if you're going to be in the latter aka if you're going to be selling your products or services or even digital products like ebooks or courses or workshops then you have to get comfortable with selling. You have to be loud and proud because the market is only going to get more saturated. The market is only going to to get bigger and louder with people who are less qualified than you and who are going to have more trust and belief in their marketing abilities. And I think the people who are the true experts are the people who have the biggest and and worse, problem with marketing themselves because they're like, well, I can't, you know, I can't be outspoken and I can't do this, this and this, that and the other. So what we want to do is move out of this idea that marketing and selling is icky or is bad. And we want to move into this idea that marketing is of high service and that marketing and selling is the primary reason of the marketing department in your business and even if you're a party of one that is your job your job is to look at how many leads how many conversations and how many sales you're getting and if you're not focusing enough on that then something has got to change my friend because your business (laughs) needs to make money your business needs to help more people and just because you might not feel like talking about your offer today, that doesn't mean that your business doesn't, doesn't need to be talking about it. Those are two very, very, very different things. And we just, we have to get over ourselves and we have to use somatic tools like tapping or hypnosis or, you know, lots of different other modalities that might work for you. I personally like those two to move past our fear and past our blocks and understand that marketing and selling are two non-negotiable activities that need to be on your roster every single day. And you need to have a solid strategy for both of those things. Otherwise, there is no point in having a message and there is no point in having a business. Your business needs to make money. It needs to affect change. And marketing is the number one way of doing that. It's the number one way of of creating that movement and that change and that that whole ecosystem. So I've got a really great framework that I want to gift you today. I'll link the video down below where I talk to you about the four specific elements of our marketing and sales strategy within this business. And instead of going through that in its entirety, I've literally recorded a video where I'm going through that. So if you want to see that, please go into the show notes where I go deeper into this topic. But today's message is very, very simple. You're a business owner. Businesses make money. Businesses market themselves. The more unique magnetic and loud your marketing is the more change and people you can affect and ultimately isn't that what you're doing this for to help more people marketing is the very very best way to do that so if you want some more marketing magic in your life we're opening up a new beta program really really soon the wait list is down below uh you can click on the on the link to learn a little bit more and i'm very very excited about this so if you want to market your magic come and come and do that with us. For now, I'll speak to you in the next episode.